Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God podcast. Today I wanted to talk to you about a number of things. One is we're going to cover off on Isaiah 9. The uh, chapters is talking about the birth of, of Christ or the coming King and Messiah. But before we go there, I just wanted to <clears throat> share with you a story, uh, some information about what happened to me yesterday. I live in a condo complex and there happens to be a marina and I was down on the dock and there I met a doctor. I had never met him before, it, and but I knew about him. He's a psychiatrist and he's um, very famous, has written numerous books, has helped develop um, various hospitals and whatnot in the New York area and he's led them and and uh, provided a lot of guidance and counseling to young psychiatrists and other counselors he and I started speaking and we just talked about naturally the uh, the discussion went to the pandemic eventually and what was happening and what he was facing with a lot of his friends and his his associates and past clients he hasn't practiced technically for about 15 years he didn't like the direction that things were going in the industry how little time he was being allowed with uh, his clients his patients and as a result he told me he hadn't actually written a prescription for about 10 to 15 years but he's been writing books and he's been providing a lot of guidance to various psychiatric hospitals and facilities and he's still like I mentioned he's still providing counseling to existing you know past clients and doesn't really take on new ones unless he knows them, he gets to know them anyways to the point one of the things that we're we're talking about is the impact of the pandemic on the individual and he really was concerned and he's been very concerned he's been speaking out about it quite a bit about the nature of isolation and the impact that is ha- that it's having on individuals families and whatnot and he's really was highlighting the need for community and support because at the end of the day more and more people are isolated more and more people are feeling alone and they're they're struggling with it their their suicide rates are up and it's really quite a challenge for them so he he and I were just going on we we're talking about the podcast the goal of this being something that just shares with others that they're not alone on their journey, that they're not alone on their journey back to God or whatever their journey is, that there are others struggling out there. And what we also talked about were things that we've both overcome, that I've overcome, um, and within you know our lives, the things that are still challenging. And I know within each of us, we have our own challenges, we have our own issues, and I've gone through in the past, I had a, a spell of, of depression and overcame that, thankfully, with a lot of help from God and also with uh, from family. And then I've since then, I've never I haven't really had a challenge again. I've been very focused on the three things that they always talk about. Have your relationship with God. So take care of your spiritual self. And as I've mentioned, I've struggled with that. I haven't been exceptional with that. Um, at times and for various parts of my life having, but I've never, again, as we've discussed, I've never, you know, truly fallen away. Also to work out, maintain your health. So I work out all the time. 
and I have since you know I, I had my struggles and maintain a, a healthy diet and get your sleep so I'm very conscious of getting you know seven or eight hours and when I don't I work very hard to get it the next day and I stick to a regimen so we're, we're just talking about those things and thankfully for me I've not had any challenges with with that uh, issue again um, but the but the depression is is really caused by so many different elements but generally through crises and that's what they're finding with the pandemic is people are facing a crisis and multiple crises not only is there just fear and isolation and rules that you don't necessarily want to follow or, or struggle with but there's fear of what will happen to me if I get sick and just different elements and you're seeing an increase in unfortunately suicides and also with people becoming addicted and that's something that in my family is very common you know I have uncles who were all drug addicts and and uh, alcoholics and thankfully they through AA um, they all overcame it within my personal family my father was on his way to alcoholism and then one day he looked at me and he just stopped he thought what what example am I providing to my my youngest son and he just flat out never drank again and my dad had the ability to give up pretty much everything that was bad for him in his life except for one thing he couldn't give up sugar and candies <laughs> even though we went on a health food kick my father decided he just couldn't give it up and I remember I'd find candy in his his work truck but Anyways, the one thing that dad couldn't overcome was sweets. So, you know, and my, my friend that I met, he said, you know, everyone has an addiction. It doesn't, you know, it just may not be what everyone else will classify as an addiction. But, you know, they're moving on to the next one. If they overcome one, there's something else. And it may be work, it may be alcohol, it may be sex, drugs, whatever. Um, but as you work with God, you overcome them. But if you don't work with God, he said, and he really felt it because he's been in the industry for 40 years, you just don't really overcome it. And unless you have a faith and a, and a, and a relationship with God, overcoming addictions is extremely difficult. And he's not seen it accomplished. So I just wanted to share with you that there's a lot of people out there who are struggling, are isolated, feel alone. And if you meet them, if you are one, turn them this way, because the whole point of this is that you're not alone. I'm on a journey. I'm sharing it with you to just show that I'm like you. We all have these challenges. It's statistically, it's evident. There's a Brown study out um, that's, that's highlighting it. There's so many studies out there. And unfortunately, there's also the Johns Hopkins study, which shows that the lockdowns really didn't do anything to prevent uh, mortality, you know, to de decrease mortality rates. So our, unfortunately, our lockdowns, you know, caused a lot of pain, caused a lot of challenges for people, and they really didn't provide a lot of benefits. But if you do know people who are struggling, who do want to get on a new path and want, want to go have someone to go along with, turn them on to the podcast, because that's what this is about. And I appreciate your time. So in chapter nine, the heading is to us a child is born chapter 9 1 nevertheless there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress in the past he humbled the the land of Zeb, zebulun and the land of nephal 
Nephtah, but in the future he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by the way of the sea along the Jordan. This kind of fits in with the fact that the Gentiles have always been included in God's plan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoiced in, at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment ro rolled in blood will be destined to, for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government, government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from, time, from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord's anger against Israel. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it, Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, The bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with, with dressed stone. The fig trees, trees have fell, been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened Rezin's foes against them, and has spurred their enemies on. Armeans from the east and Philistines from the west have devoured Israel with open mouth. Yet for all his all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Thank God we live under the New Testament, the, the New Covenant, and don't have God de um, demonstrating his displeasure with us in, in these ways. But the people have not returned to him who struck them nor have they, they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from them, from Israel, both head and tail, both palm branch and reed, in a single day. The elders and prominent men are, are the head. The prophets are, who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide the, this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will, they, nor he, will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks vileness. Yet for all, all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still uprised. He just continues to demonstrate his, his displeasure with Israel. Surely wickedness, wickedness burns like a fire. It consumes briars and thorns. It sets the forest thickets ablaze, so that it rolls upward in a column of smoke. But the wrath of the Lord Almighty, the land will be, scor will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire no one will be spared no one will spare his brother on the right they will devour but still be hungry on the left they will eat but not be satisfied each will feed on the flesh of his own offspring manasseh will feed on ephraim and ephraim on manasseh together they will turn against judah yet for all this his anger is not turned away his hand is still upraised that's the end of chapter nine so we take it that He's going to send, you know, the Christ, the salvation. At the same time, he's very unhappy with Israel's behavior and how they are not listening to him 
they are not following him. And it gets back to the part of the conversation that I had with, with my friend down on the dock, the, the psychiatrist. He, um, he talked about all the different cults, and he doesn't have the same belief in Christ as, as we do or as I do. And he was talking about people who are led astray. How would they know the difference? And even if they're not in a hardcore cult, but they're following the wrong, the wrong words, you know, he talked about the Branch Davidians and whatnot, uh, because he's actually counseled a lot of them. He, he actually has worked to bring a lot of people out of cults. But his question is, is how, how would they know that they're being led astray? And it gets back, and what I kept going back to is, you know, you know, because does it match with what's in the Bible? Does it match with what's being said in the Word? And at the at the end of the day, he said, but you know, if they're just following and being taught, but the Bible tells us we need to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, that we are ultimately responsible to, to read, to commit the word to our hearts, and that we need to go and take the steps to make sure that what we're doing and following is right, which is why I like to read book by book, verse by verse, chapter by chapter, the Bible. What does it say in there? What does it say, and therefore, what am I doing? Is what someone's teaching me leading me astray? Can it be confirmed in the Word or by the Word? That's really what, at the, what ultimately we have to follow. We have to follow what the Bible says, what the Word is. He, he asked me also, he said, do you really believe the Bible has been handed down and rewritten and converted from all these different languages and that it's really the unfallible, infallible word of God. And I said, yeah, it is. And I do believe that. Because that's just, he goes, that takes so much faith. And I said, well, it, I actually think it takes more faith to think that, you know, we evolved from an amoeba, from a single cell, and that instead of devolving, all of our mutations were to the positive, And that we are constantly improving to become, you know, ultimately humans and animals and everything else. I said, I think that takes more, that takes more uh, faith than to believe that there's a, a creator of the world who created it in its current state and loves us and made sure that the, his word was interpreted correctly through the Bible. I said, I don't think that takes as much faith, but I still think it takes faith to follow it. So with that, and with that shared experience, yeah, I'm going to end the podcast because we're at 15 minutes. I just want to thank you again for joining me. This is my journey. It's not, you know, a straight line up. It's, it's definitely a curving, winding path. God puts in our paths daily people that we need to talk to who will share some light, shed some light on it, on what we're doing, encourage us and move us forward if we're open to it. So I encourage each of you to have a wonderful day, and I'll close with prayer. Lord God, I thank you for this time. I'm grateful for all you do. I'm thankful that you're in our lives and that you walk beside us. I know even when we sin and we intentionally sin, you're still there walking beside us. When we f ask for forgiveness, even though they've already been, our sins have been forgiven, through repentance, we ask for forgiveness 
And I just pray that you would continue to be with each of us, that you would help us to reach out to those who need, need us, that we would have the words to say and the heart that's open to, to hear and move and do your will. Give us the strength to do your will, Lord, each and every day. I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. I do now have an Instagram page. It's Just a Guy 20 or 102021, 20, I think is the, the name. There I'm actually putting up, trying to start putting up information about getting self help, suicide prevention, depression, and that sort of thing for people who have been uh, struggling through the pandemic. <clears throat> so, anyways, I encourage you to look at that. If you want to follow, great. If not, if there's someone who might need some advice or guidance or you know just some help, um, feel free to put them in the direction. There is a link to the podcast in there. And um, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care, and God bless. <laughs>